0: Welcome to Lowering the Rim. Are you ready to go down? Yeah. Look at the air. Look at the hang. That basketball oh, will oh, never oh. be the same. You go to the hole. It's dominant. We're talking about practice, practice. practice man. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait. Test. Test. Yeah. From right here. We're live. We are live. Welcome to Lowering the Rim. We made an intro that'll take care of that, so... <laughs> Just remember to no set, need. set the goals to a reasonable height. Set that goal to reasonable heights. For me, that reasonable height is about... Hold on, like do the, do the intro before you start into the jokes. I thought that was the intro, and you cutting him off, and then it goes to the music. <laughs> it wasn't clear. Well, it's in, it's on theme with the podcast. <laughs> 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 So today, uh, you two are going to take over, be sort of the pilot wings, and I'm just going to... Well, speaking of pilot wings... Sit back, use well, the gonna, laboratory when necessary, and... I'm going to adjust this mic because it's a little <laughs> not off. Not enjoy the person that's sitting next to me taking Sorry up my that. arm rest space. Okay. Oh. Uh, inter- this week in sports, <laughs> It's <laughs> interesting you say pilot wings, because we were actually just talking about... Uh, some of our favorite basketball games. And, and uh, one of them is not Bill Lambir's Combat Basketball for Super Nintendo. If you've never played this game, it is simply uh, Bill Ambier set in the future, playing basketball with sort of these mohawked androids. <laughs> and it's all, the real flaw of the game is it's all in helicopter view. So when you throw the mm-hmm. ball it just kinda you don't see the arc on it, you know, it just sort of gets bigger and yeah. helicopter meaning like bird's eye view. Bird's eye view, yeah. yeah. It's overhead view, kinda like maybe a Zelda or a uh, you know, yeah, last a lot time of you get, like you really only get a horizontal perspective. Last time I me and you played it we I I don't think we broke ten points. I mean we could it was just impossible to score. I don't think we finished the game either. Yeah. It's clunky, it's, weird was user this the, physics. Was it the first two-on-two two basketball game? It's not a two-on-two. Two. I think two it's it might be a four-on-four, four, or is it full-team, five-on-five? I remember it being, th- I think it was three-on-three. Three. It's set like in the year 3000. But the ball just has no arc on it when you shoot it. It's just sort of a Indiana Jones situation, just a lost arc. Just imagine, <laughs> just, if you could imagine hey the, the present Detroit Pistons and how disappointed you are with their <laughs> franchise, that oh. is what happens when this uh, you put this cartridge in and, and begin to play the game. It's just that disappointing. Now, another game that, you have to bring up when you talk about basketball games is Michael Jordan's Chaos in the Windy City. Classic. Here you are as Michael Jordan going through sort of a haunted house scenarios <laughs> with <laughs> spiders and like flying eyes with bat wings mm-hmm. and he's dribbling a ball the whole time and sort of like in I guess you'd say in like a Mega Man fashion you get different basketballs that Injure the monsters in different ways. Yeah. The mo- the game kind of felt dolly esque, like the things that are coming at you and yeah, stuff. <laughs> they just really, really weird. have no uh, home <laughs> in the in the world of basketball. <laughs> <They're just> <laughs> <laughs> well Do you fight werewolves and Frankenstein's and mummies in that one? I never got far enough to see any bosses, but I, but maybe because the whole thing is you're freeing other NBA players who have been captured. By the haunts and frights and some of the some of the spookiness. Yeah, the main memory I have of that one is it's it's like taking place in the sewer, right? I think isn't there like there's quite a bit of sewer level. There's definitely a green liquid below you at all times. Uh huh. Yeah. Very (laughs) ghostbuster y. Uh, Yeah. I didn't like the game. I did like that Jordan's movements were very much like his movements, though. Like when you yeah. dunk on that game. There's just random goals Yeah, he dribbles. Well, he dribbles the whole time. Yeah. He never travels, even when faced with Yeah, I don't think he monster. ever doubled either, yeah. No. And you can sort of dunk on these sort of um, church basketball courts that have been abandoned.
1: Ch- uh-huh. <laughs> goals
0: that are just kind of hanging, and you get coins for that. Now, do you, do you think that that was that game that was the initial intent was that it was Michael Jordan or do you think there was another hero and they thought you know this is going to sell better actually if we replace the main hero Mm. with just Michael Jordan and make it basketball themed This similar to how they did uh, that second Mario game Hmm. who would have it been just a a new, sort of Larry Johnson's yeah. a new a it, non-basketball wasn't it near the similar time as Shaq Fu though, and that was really out of out of the ordinary. So maybe it was purposeful. It would make more sense if they just copy-pasted Jordan into that game though, because it's very very odd. odd yeah. <laughs> Did they ever make a Space Jam game? I know there was Looney Tunes basketball that was really fun. They made a Space Jam game for PlayStation. I believe it's three-on-three. Three. It's like NBA Jam, but three-on-three three instead of two-on-two. Two. Okay. And he uh, plays Looney Tunes and Monstars? Yes, and uh, your, his Royal Airness. He never travels in that game, either. Oh. It's this sort of trend. Does he? Does he have a special where his arm stretches? And he does a I actually up. never played that game, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I've only, like, seen it. Because it might have been an arcade I as have well. played the Looney Tunes one where it's, like, NBA Jam for Super Nintendo. Yeah, that one's really fun. That's got a lot of zonk fest on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can throw pies at each other. You can do these weird teleportate, like, true teleportation backdoor sort of <laughs> plays and <laughs> isolations that just really. Help uh yeah, what else? You can do bombs? You can throw bombs. Yeah, you can you can hoist throw the basketball up in the air, it grows a magnet and then uh-huh. magnetizes yeah. towards the goal and that gets you a three pointer or a half point shot. However, to use all of these special weapons it costs you money. You get like change. Yeah, as sense. you're playing you get uh, depending on the moves you're doing, you get points. Or some kind of no, they take points. You, some sort of monetary money. You that start to <laughs> credit the they debit, they debit they gives it. gives you the ability. And you, uh... The basketball can turn into a dog sometimes when it's just... There's a lot of TNT. Yeah, definitely dynamite. Uh, Tasmania can do his tornado. There's a lot of sort of traditional wily e. Coyote, Acme, <laughs> explosives... <laughs> A lot of Ac- uh, Acme product placement that was <laughs> sort of traditional cartoon blow-ups and uh <laughs> there's actually conspiracy that, that that game was funded by Acme for the sole purpose of product placement so mm. they could just I could see could be, that as we know Acme was uh uh in Steve Martin portrayed Acme uh and Looney Tunes Back in Action. Mhm. No, the very popular Starring like, Brendan Fraser, <laughs> <laughs> a very popular Looney Tunes-based comedy movie. <laughs> now, that from was 2001, a 2001, maybe. That was a post Space Jam live-action Looney Tunes with Brendan Fraser, Goldberg from WCW, yeah. <laughs> Steve Martin, and Jenna Elfman, Jenna Elfman. I think. And was there a, there were other cameos in that one, right? Well Brendan Fraser and Jenna Elf, Elfman make a cameo as themselves at the end of that movie. Yeah, so they're no. So they play, they play each their each characters and then at the end they play themselves. Um other cameos Timothy Dalton as James Timothy Bond Dalton. is in it. Yeah. Um now this is the kind of Zonko's that just doesn't happen in Hollywood anymore. It's just not there. Uh, the car that they drive away in at uh, Brendan Fraser's house is 3D. It's not a real car. Oh yeah. They take it at bo- the end. But bo- no, I, no. When they're going to front, ugh, they're going to find Brendan. Jenna Elfman and Bugs take this three D car and I like that blast through the garage door. The animation on that one is pretty good, I have to say. The two D stuff is this. They end up going to Joan Cusack's Area Fifty Two. Oh, that's right! Lab. I forgot it's Joan very, Cusack's in it. Like it's very Tobias Funke, Men <laughs> in Black tape, David <laughs> Cross. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Huh. Conspiracy. I'll say this: the the movie has a very clear goal, which is. Well, maybe it doesn't. It starts out they're trying to get. Nope, it doesn't. No. I'm just trying to explain it, and it. uh, Different parts of it has very clear goals, but you don't know how what those goals are adding up to at any point. Other than they're trying to get Timothy Dalton, who's been kidnapped. It's a bit comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's good comedy. Uh Yeah, I, I've i started that movie seven times, I think, and I still have yet to finish <laughs> it. Um, I'm more of a Space Jam, Roger Rabbit type of man. I've never seen Mary Poppins, as so I imagine it's good. Yeah, Mary but Poppins is very good. But it also involves cartoon and human crossover. Now, I did start watching Brad Pitt's Cool World. Didn't finish that. Again, yeah, that one's this... You didn't finish it? It's pretty rough. Bed knobs and broomsticks. It's a very specific genre of film. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's more adult, isn't it? Cool World? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Because I... isn't the plot that... Um, something about cartoons... If cartoons have sex with humans, they become human. Is it? Or I, vice versa. I honestly don't remember. So? I saw about the first 20 minutes, I think. And we just tapped out. And there's also... A video game of Cool World. Yeah. I tapped out equally <laughs> just as fast. <laughs> and you... Uh, if I remember right, you just put Windy City back on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm remembering that right. There, there's a really... Uh, I like this one. It's a Disney one called Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Which this is maybe in the 70s. Which was really good. Where these kids take their bed to a cartoon world. And there's a Mary Poppins type. I think it's Angela Lansbury takes these kids to the cartoon world. And but I remember watching it and the cartoons don't show up till the very end, the crossover. Oh, is that? It's kind of boring until that point. Oh, what? Well, it's, it's like so this, it's the soccer game yeah. with the lion from uh, Robin Hood. Yeah, once the soccer game starts, it's good, but... okay. The rest of it so you have to So you have to work boring. for it to get to the, We're just yeah. to the Zane. The Yonk Fest. We, we got this rabbits. really neat bit of technology called Fast Forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's been around since, so oh, Boy, at least 97. <laughs> I wonder if. I mean, because now, if you're talking basketball games, it's just NBA 2K, which is just a remake of watching actual basketball, right? It's supposed to. They want it to feel as real as an, a game could be. I wonder if we'll ever see anything like that again, where NBA players are licensing themselves off to do these sort of yeah. Cartoonish video games. To try it, to do something different. And be a Jam still around? I think I don't know. The last one was the, the mean Wii one, right? It was good. Yeah, but that's like nowhere near Windy City or Bill and oh. Bear's Combat Basketball. Oh, it's that sort, or of or, uh, or, yeah, sort of Shaq Fu. Yeah, Shaq Fu. Just kind of. It's not even close to that kind of. I also have. You to mean do they want to? Do you, they want to be in games that are bad? i mean i gotta give props <laughs> i gotta give props to shack because he's also an unlockable character and ready to rumble no uh, way it's wait which one, one? i one or, can't one remember two. if it's the first or the second one but you can unlock superman himself so maybe that would be the new route instead of tying their whole selves to a game they just get into a Secretly. Existing game already. Well, what do you what what game do you want to see Steph Curry in? Yeah, I'm trying to think where that, maybe he's like an archer on Zelda because he's just you know he can shoot really oh, well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That wouldn't. Uh, I like sort of the taking you know, the basketball skills. The new Mario games have like have actual human type characters in them. Oh, so just pop... or. Uh, What's that other game? It also has human-type characters in it. Um, Smash Brothers Ultimate. What if somebody just... Like, what if Shaq Fu was a playable character oh, wow. on Smash no, Brothers? I'd We're like talking, that. I'd I, like that. I might play that game. I might not be so afraid of playing against people. If I could play Shaq Fu. What game, just from scratch, not a secret character, what game would you like to see... With a current, it's like you know, Steph Curry's spaceship mm. or whatever. What if they had Kevin Durant's Slim Reaper video? <laughs> <okay>. Oh, <laughs> just collect souls, yeah, something. I don't, I mean, sort of you know, it's like God of War, but you're Kevin Durant, <laughs> that'd be awesome. That'd he, sort it's of called Goat of War, I <laughs> look <laughs> like maybe sort of a James Harden Farmville. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! You could do James Harden's um, Night Before Christmas. You know what? And you just deliver. You have to deliver all the presents in a twenty-four hour period as James Harden. Otherwise, wow. You fail at Christmas. What you? about James Harden floppy bird? <laughs> <laughs> wow, you know what I forgot about is Old Spice did make an online game of Dikembe Matumbo saves oh, the world, yeah, see? which was very difficult but very awesome. And P- yeah, it seemed like that was a hit. It was kind of. I mean, I guess some people are really into PC gaming. Probably most people, I have struggled with that, so I would have rather seen it with a controller. But yeah, yeah, there's something about would those you... buttons. You know, you could I, always, I just don't uh, know home row very well, I'm not familiar <laughs> with it. It's not my comfort zone. So. so maybe we make a Steph Curry learn to type based game. <laughs> Steph Curry Steph QWERTY. <laughs> Steph QWERTY. You hit the letter and he the shoots world. the ball yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I like that. Man, I did actually. now that you say that, I really like the aesthetic of that Dikembe Mutombo saves the world. Yeah. That I, would work. That would absolutely work. Yeah, I feel like you could. You know, just develop that. Make a game more. like Cuphead and it's uh-huh. basketball players or something. Hey, what we need is developers, 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 <laughs> developers. <laughs> oh. That's what I'm about. Um, just trying to think of more players. <laughs> In their games. Oh, that you'd want to see? Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to throw some players like... out and let's just see what kind of games they produce. Okay, I just got one. Brooke Lopez versus everybody. And it's just a wrestling game and it's him and all the mascots from the NBA. And you, it's just a wrestling wow. game. But y- wow. but you uh you can just be different mascots. I like that. You know, world tour. Royal Rumbles with mascots. Who's Brooke Lopez? He f- he wrestles every mascot. Or not sorry, not Brooke. His twin brother Robin. I got him mixed up. Robin Lopez. He has this shtick where he wrestles every single mascot when he goes to other arenas. And he carries a belt. Oh, and he's uh, a player? Who's yeah, player? yeah, Who's he plays he? for the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, that's I like fun. that. I got him confused. His brother also plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. I see. Box, but, so you could do a wrestling game. I like that. That's good. A lot. What game would And this? you get familiar with your local mascot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, some of those mascots you don't know. Like I don't, you don't know what they are. You could bring throwback ones too. Oh yeah, like the final bosses or like, what the, would you call the, it? The Blues Brothers of the Chicago <laughs> Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you call it? Um, yeah, what's what's his question. name? Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez. Just call it Robin versus the world. Oh, you already said that. Yeah. Or call it Robin versus the Association. What if you just call it Robin's Rumble? That's good. I'd call it uh, Mascot Bash. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the final boss is sort of a... uh, All the mascots sort of meld together into one sort of huge, multi-headed Hydra mascot and he has to fight that thing. Mm, Megazord style. I like that. That would be fun. It's got the Denver cat on it. <laughs> it's got the sun's gorilla legs on it. How about this game? It's sort of like Guitar Hero, but it's the national anthem. hits <laughs> <laughs> the song. notes, or the crowd boos you. And you always play in front of the like an arena. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you just have different versions. You can see which arenas are more accepting of your style and. And you, you yeah, you work your way up. Maybe you just start at maybe a sort of a high school game and move your (laughs) way up to the pros. (laughs) What if they flipped it and the game is just it's NBA Two K, but it's referee edition, and all you're doing is being (laughs) a referee. (laughs) Wow! You don't play any basketball. You just get to feel what they feel. There's even like crowd reacts to what you're doing and things. You get graded. How about this? You get to be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Move your and way, this way so You get <laughs> to see the actual... You get to see the player you wanted to go see because no, they're not this, actually at the game. You start in the, the nosebleeds, management. and you have to make your way... You have to... You, it's like an RPG. You have to uh, persuade your way to the floor. To, to like, like through the the security and things? Or just and like... And like uh, convincing other people to let you like making <laughs> trades let you take their seat and by the end of the game by the end of the fourth quarter you have to be courtside or you lose what would you call it? Uh, court order I'd call it uh, <laughs> uh, court side or die so I don't know finders bleachers <laughs> <laughs> something like that how about just a basketball game that's an RPG so I'll just dial (laughs) so I'll just dial and these are all for Sega Genesis right all these (laughs) games they are for Genesis for sure it's great Um, (laughs) okay well thanks for listening to this episode of are we done? Thanks for listening to this episode of uh, Lowering the. I rim. thought Keegan had something else he wanted no. to talk about. Didn't uh, you? No. I was gonna talk about the Miller Jordan fight. But yeah, tell him you. That's pretty. You got a little good. nostalgic and took a trip through uh, YouTube NBA, and what did you find? I found. I rewatched the Jordan-Miller fight, the infamous Jordan and Miller fight, and two things I didn't notice about Wait, this. Wait, I don't know anything about okay, this. Okay, so set it up for Caleb. Yeah. He's, he's, th- he doesn't I'm, I'm remember guessing it. Michael Jordan and uh, Keegan ben. will just tell you. Okay, Let me tell you what I remember and what I saw. It's a regular season game. It's not a playoff game. Yeah. yeah. Someone, I don't remember who, on the Pacers, <laughs> goes up for a layup... Jordan from behind blocks it, it hits the backboard, but then Miller comes behind Jordan and tips the ball in. And then when he, when Miller lands, he like chest bumps Jordan in in an aggressive way and probably says something to him in a trash talky way. And then Jordan just gets very upset and they get in a tangle. They're scratching each other's faces. Jordan punches him. Wow! And it uh, gets split up. I can't no, I've early, I've never but seen earlier, these. doesn't Miller trip Jordan yeah, from this, behind a, a couple plays before I, that? I didn't know this till a YouTube commenter said, "Yeah, like Miller clearly trips Jordan. There, it's not called or anything. They're not the focus because they don't have the ball, but." Miller trips him, right? From behind. And probably says something vulgar to him. Uh, but also what I didn't know is Miller gets ejected from the game. Jordan does not get ejected Ooh, from the game. Really? And. And all, the, I mean, Miller where, instigated what? it, but Jordan like physically attacked Reggie Miller first. He gouges his eye. That was that looked worse than the punch. He like gouges yeah. his Miller's eye. Miller co- comes back at him trying to scratch his eye, and then that's when Jordan throws the Jordan punch. Jordan connects. It didn't look like it really hurt Miller that much, but he did. I mean, it did land on his chin. Where where were they playing? They're at Indiana Market Square. Wow. Why did has, there's did, rumors why Jordan yeah. didn't get ejected? Let's hear. One is, it's Michael Jordan. Two. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my first thought was, man, you want to keep your TV ratings up. You want to keep people watching this. You better keep Jordan in there. But then two, someone in the comments said, the refs probably betted on the Bulls (laughs) to win, so they kept Jordan in. Wow. Which, who knows? That feels real, because (laughs) they got in trouble for referee betting uh, in that era of basketball. Yeah. Uh, Wow. I need to watch this video once we're done. I can't believe I've never seen that. Oh, yeah. It's very infamous. The other thing Keegan points out is... uh, just the physical difference of Michael Jordan versus Reggie Miller. Because <laughs> Reggie's, Reggie's skinny, just yeah, he's right? notoriously thin, and Michael is yeah. yeah just cut. when you see them next to each other, you—if you were laying a wager down like the refs did, you'd probably <laughs> <laughs> probably wager that Jordan was going to win that fight. Mm. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, people. People paid a lot for those tickets, and they probably came to see the goat, not Miller. (laughs) You know, another side note to that: after they, because it is when you see that Miller gets ejected and nothing happens to Jordan, it's it's pretty crazy. And then their uh, coach just loses his mind, and he ends up getting ejected. He throws his clipboard on the floor and gets ejected for walking on the court and yelling at the rest. He's just going wild, Miller coach. Yeah because Jordan d- didn't get ejected as well. Mm. I think Jordan the, I think he got a technical. It's not like he didn't get anything. Yeah, yeah, tech. he did get a tech. A big but. a big T or a tiny T? <laughs> I think there were only big T's at that yeah, point. Yeah, there yeah. Um but there wasn't wow, such thing crazy. as microaggressions yet, so you could just big this T everything. This is Man, but a crazy story. <laughs> You just get the feeling. Well, tell me more. I, I just so what do you think about that video game where it's just Miller. NBA Brawlers? And yeah, I think we went over that. That was the wrestling. Think no. Made, this it's isn't wrestling. Like, like, uh, this is every time you play, you start in the middle of a game and try to cause the biggest ruckus you possibly wow. can it's in the, the arena. It's NBA Anarchy. Mhm. And yeah. That's what it would be called. I would totally play an NBA fight game. It's like Injustice, but it's NBA players. <laughs> they have, uh, or, or Tekken 2. They have fatalities or whatever. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh, I would love that. that. I mean, that's kind of what Shaq Fu is if all of the other people were uh, NBA players. Yeah. yeah, Shaq Fu had a but weird... But I'm saying this takes place on the court. You just want yeah. to cause havoc. Yeah. Could you imagine Shaq Fu all was the... Like, you're in like mortal combat settings. Yeah, it would yeah, be like, like that. Uh, WW F uh, rock versus mankind super bowl no audience. <laughs> you can go anywhere in the re- the arena. No, I'm saying you want to get the crowd involved like crowd Malice gets, in the pal- Palace. Oh, so we get you keep the crowd in there. They're throwing beer bottles. Or is that just uh, um, the goal is to see how much. Oh, you just want it to be a r- riot. Uh, case. Well, that's like the goal. You get scored based on how much havoc you can. Or if you burn the place. Or down. is that just it's it's a f- you know one on one fight game and uh, Ron Artest's special moves the crowd Ooh. attacks. Or what the, if uh, okay. your opponent? Okay. What if anyone's special move is that Ron Artest comes out? <laughs> 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 Meta world peace, I mean. Uh... I would play that game. There's so many awesome characters. Well, that's like the... You could uh, unlock Rodman in a wedding dress. It was wow. like the that Def Jam fighting game. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vendetta? Oh, with the, all the rappers. Yeah. yeah. Def Jam Vendetta. Something like that. It kind of had that... Yeah, it was like a street fight vibe. I love that game. Do you think NBA players would be up for that? Probably not. No. No. Can't have their likeness in that. Fighting? Sort of not if it's in a arena-type setting. Could you maybe put them in DK mode and get away with it? <laughs> or could you like, put them in... If they're out fighting in nature or something, like a <laughs> Yeah, I think that would be different. If you're trying... Yeah, I don't know. If- hey, but it, we're not awesome. here... We're here to talk about hypotheticals. We're not here to talk about the logistics and possibility of it actually happening. Do you think something like that is marketable? <laughs> 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 what is our target audience? Fighting sports. Uh, we're just gonna... I think we're gonna need the developers if we want to. Developers, developers? Developers. What's that guy's name? Steve. Steve Ballmer. Developers. Right? Developers developers speaking of he's trying to buy property to build a a new arena for the staples center and i went uh, hiking yesterday you can see it's he wants to put it in inglewood like next to the oh yeah the chargers arena yeah i was up Like near Hollywood, on where you can look out all over LA, and you can see that Chargers Arena. Like, really? Yeah, it stands out very clearly. It's so big from way out there. Nuts. Now, what else happened while you were hiking? Tell you what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I saw the Hollywood sign for the first time. I had. I never actually seen it. How long have you been here? Three years. You know they're gonna change it to just say Hogan. (laughs) (laughs) that's good here's the other thing um walking (laughs) me and my wife are walking our dogs and uh, this other dog comes up to ours as dogs do you know and they kind of greet and play and i look down at the dog it's like whatever and what kind of dog was it i have no idea it's tiny that's not the story. The that's owner stuff. starts to come over. I look up at the owner. Oh, you're J.R. Smith. <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, so ran into him hiking with And him. who's this, a high school friend? Or <laughs> from you, you yeah, pal, I haven't seen in a long time. You know, that's how it is here in Hollywood. You just run into celebrities everywhere you go. Yeah. yeah. I was walking, but. Um, can you can you imagine your dog? You're walking just imagine dog. this. Just close your eyes for a second. Imagine you're going to get your groceries for the day, and any celebrity that Greg Kinnear <laughs> is there. This is what living in LA is like. They're everywhere. They're like pigeons. <laughs> Wait, did you and J.R. Smith? Did you talk at all? Or was it no, just not a- really. Just kind of a. Your dogs say hey, yeah. I don't, I don't know when I see because I've seen a few celebrities out here. When I see him, I like purposely don't want to bother them because mm. even yesterday people started just running past him and pointing and shouting his name out. And I'm like, man, that must not be. See, that's what I like to do, <laughs> I like to stare uh, and cool. let them have it, not talk. I mean, they're celebrities. They deserve they gotta this. Dea- they got to deal with it, you know? Yeah, nah, I just left him alone. It's whatever. He's just a human at the uh, end of the day, right? You know, he's just a little bit taller than the rest of us. Well, you can jump higher than the rest of us. Yeah, now, I am famously about four foot eleven, so <laughs> everyone <laughs> is quite a bit taller than me, so... Mm-hmm. Now, that story reminded me of a story that I experienced in Florida was at a uh, mega church. Used to live there? Used to live there with you. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, sitting in church, this family kind of comes in late. They, uh, uh, it was like a teenage kid was like, is anyone sitting there next to me? All the seats were empty, but it looked like someone was sitting next to me because there was a coffee cup from someone in the... Earlier service, earlier bird. Now don't don't change that dial. This story's going somewhere. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they didn't sit by me, but they sat in front of me. This family, and then I realize this man is very tall. This man with them is very how tall would you say? And then I'm like, you know, he had he to be. Care. I don't know how tall he is, but he's tall. Turns out. It's Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is in front of me at church. We're just fellowshipping in the <laughs> Lord, me and Dwight. <laughs> uh, oh, he actually blocked your ability to sing along. The working, <laughs> right? Because you couldn't see the screen. Boy, anymore, if they the do a new song, I am screwed. But, <laughs> Luckily, uh, it's nothing but the hits, right? You... But he came in Late and left early, so he didn't have to deal with what you were talking about earlier, just hounding celebrities. Oh, yeah, that would be rough. Did you... you, uh, See, I was out in nature, so it's a little more spread out church, really. I mean, everyone's close quarters, so... Yeah, well, it's a mega church, and it was during singing, and the Mm. lights were low, so you couldn't really, like... Now, uh, did you get to do the where the pastor asked everyone to stand up and uh, greet your neighbor and tell him yeah, how great it is to fellowship with them. That's when that. I figured out who it was. So did he, you shake his hand and hands. say, yeah. God be with you and he also shook with hands, you? hands, and I was like, oh. When you shook hands, did he his hand go all the way up to your elbows? <laughs> so, so his hand big. sort of swallowed my <laughs> hand and spit it back up. <laughs> Thankfully. Did you get him to sign your bulletin? <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a pen on me, no. that's. I think that's my only athlete encounter. Gail, uh, do you have an athlete Well, encounter? so I was there when that happened. Too. Oh, I you was, were there, because I, I lived with you, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And it was great was they passed the offering plate around, and I saw he put in a check, and this was an autograph I really wanted. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> well, I took it! So I just dipped my hand in there, and I've still got a. I've still got a that check. That church looked like it was doing fine. <laughs> it was <though>. doing fine. <laughs> It was in the heart of Orlando. Didn't need Mr. Howard's money. <laughs> they were. Now. Renting a theater. What's weird is you took that signature and you sold that check because <laughs> the signature's worth money. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth more than the check but itself, the, yeah. right? Yeah. If I had cashed the check, I would have made more money. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, besides stealing my Dwight Howard story, have you encountered an athlete? Well, and also the offering. The tithe. The tithe. Um, we're told to give 10%, so let's take 10%. Tithe Howard. Yeah. Did you ever Uh, see an athlete? I'm trying to think if I have. Uh... Other than basketball. We, all, we all went to school with Zach Randolph. Oh, well, wow, I totally correct. forgot about that. I guess we that. didn't. Well, I guess I don't know. Did you go to school with him, Keegan? And I didn't. Uh, we just, no, we he, I was a year late on that. But remember, we all went to Marion Giant basketball camp. Yeah. And he was. He was there. He was there every summer. He yeah. taught us how to play basketball. Yeah, because the whole team would just basically coach us middle schoolers. So. Right. So we saw him regularly. Yeah. He was a town hero. He would also. I don't know if this ever happened to you, but I remember being in high school and he'd come back and walk the halls. Mm. I don't think that ever happened. Yeah, he, he must have been. He came in our State math State class then, right? one and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he yeah. Was, when he was in college, yeah, yeah. Um, but we. I mean, we saw him at all the games and stuff. Our yeah, brother was cool. on his best on the team with him. Now he used to be on the show, right? Her brother. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about Zebo. Yeah. Um, no. Wonder if we could get. Zeebo. <laughs> I think they both retired, Zebo yeah. and our, and our brother. <laughs> they both retired. Uh, I would love to get Zebo on our show. Yeah, what's he doing? Last team he played he for still... was Sacramento. That's like does he still play? or is He retired. Oh yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of if I've had like. Yeah, any, we used to see him a lot. I forgot about that. Any close encounters with a uh, sportsman? <laughs> Baseball, uh, football. football. I met Marshall Falk once. I got his autograph on a oh, cold sweater. Cool. Dad uh, met Dad met Carl Malone. No, a couple times, didn't he? Daryl Dawkins. Oh no, Chocolate uh, Thunder. Daryl Dawkins. He liked Carl Malone, but he met David Robinson. Didn't he? Did meet David yeah. Robinson, and he met Daryl Dawkins. Too. He sat by d- Daryl Dawkins on a, plane. on a plane. Yeah. Okay, have been Said cool. he talked to him for a little bit. Would it have been cool if he have been. He's really tall. <laughs> Take up all your space. So you're taking up a lot. Maybe they didn't sit next to each other. I don't know. I, I know it was a plane well, it a it airport mean, yeah. association, but. I think they just met at an airport. Real I've quick. never seen a celebrity. I didn't at an meet him, but I walked right by Bob Costas in mm. the Chicago airport in O'Hare really? one time. Wow. Which he used to be the voice of the NBA on NBC. Da na John Tesh. Do no 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 do no 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 no, 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 no. ain't no way they can <laughs> stop. You know. Yeah. Uh, man, a lot of NBA circles there. It, anyway, back to Caleb. Yeah, I'm really trying uh, to think. Let's go to sports, maybe Chuck Norris. Um, or, uh, one of my friends' dads. Went golfing with the drummer of Creed <laughs> and got a hat signed for me. Oh. Wow. So. Golf is a sport. Golf is a sport. And uh, Creed was famous. Creed, Creed was a was sport. sport. <laughs> Creed was a sport. What was wow. his name? The uh, musician? Mark. He said it was the drummer? Mark Phillips. That song, Higher, is about increasing your vertical, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, did you tell your friend's dad that you actually... Mark, it wasn't Mark, Mark... Mark, You were into the guitars. And Arms Wide Open's is about defense, playing defense? Yeah. What else? <laughs> it's another Creed song. <laughs> no one knows any other songs. I do. You do. The world doesn't. My Own Prison. My Own Prison. Uh, that's not a basketball song. Well, it's a defensive method. Yeah, defense. One. It's like Boxing One, but... A mascot stab. Um, Torn. Caleb, name every Creed song you know. Go. Torn, My Own Prison, One. Well, those are the ones we just Uh, said. One, you said? Yeah, One. That's a play call. Yeah? Yeah. Uh... Um, one on one so, amazing anyway, because gonna what's this life for <laughs> America penny for a dime uh that it, matches in not that what if um <laughs> wow uh what else is on that album um Foto- it's always when I photograph put on <laughs> uh one last breath weathered uh-huh. uh my sacrifice uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh Children, don't stop dancing. Believe you can fly. I think that's just called move. Don't Stop Dancing. Dare You to Move. move. Uh, Wasting my time. Hanging by a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Wake me up. Kryptonite. Uh, um, <laughs> what else? What else? Seeing red. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very good. Photographs. No <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, a little biscuit, <laughs> a little limp biscuit, a little sea biscuit. Uh, crawling never, <laughs> That's a sports movie I've never seen. Um, didn't you meet the horse though? No. No, of course you didn't, because that movie's from like the 1920s. Sea biscuit? Yeah. No. Isn't no. it? Isn't it like it's a, a Tobey Maguire? No, but I, I mean it's a period it. piece. It's not from uh, modern day. But it's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which is, he's the famous brother to Mark McGuire. Toby plays the home run C- hitter, yeah. slugger for the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Didn't... Caleb, any more Creed songs? Yeah, I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying, because I've got the, I know the guitar lines, I just can't think of the titles. Thank you for playing Creed Throws. <laughs> they did a cover of the Doors <laughs> song. Uh, oh, yeah, Riders on the Storm. They did Riders on the Storm, and they did, uh... Let it roll, baby. Oh, national blah, blah, blah. Anthem. What's that one? No, they did Road, one of the Roadhouse? Star Spangled Banner? Scott Stapp did one of the best sports songs in history, though. Yeah. For the... Uh, was it the Marlins? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about when he did the National Anthem. Yeah, one year he took his song. But this was Scott Stapp's solo. He took his song, uh, uh, We Will Soar. And turned it into Marlins Will Soar, and that was the Marlins song for the season. And that is a great song. And that's what... there's. I think there's only two videos of that on the internet. And that's what inspired you to uh, buy a Scott Stapp baseball jersey, right? You have... Yeah. I didn't buy that. King got that for me as a gift. I did. Yeah. And it's a Marlins jersey, right? Isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, it's yeah. Mar- it says Scott Stapp on the back, and then it's number 93 which is the year Creed was formed. <laughs> it's very very wise, this Keegan, this Keegan brother. And that's yeah, pretty avant-garde to put the first and last name on the back of the juror. I was debating on if I should just put the last name or the first name, and I just put both. both. But yeah, put the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. good. I would I would have I would like to meet Scott Stapp. He could be on this podcast. I think I think, he he. Sh- should be simple to meet. I've it actually... be too hard. Been, well, we might uh, have to go back to Orlando. I've been petitioning for a Staple Center. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the new arena for the Clippers, right? Yes, the Staple, Staple Center. You'll yeah. be able to see it hiking from uh, yeah. anywhere in Los Angeles? Yeah, that's what I think the city needs. What they could do is to make sure it's visible from all areas is they could take it higher <laughs> 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 neal, neal, neal. yes you know i think they came out with an album not too long ago actually they re- regrouped the they original regrouped, uh, the members the original quartet wow um oh there's a quartet i thought there was three there's Oh they drop their bass player on the I only remember album. the three. Can you name all of them? The guitarist, the, the drummer. Scott Stapp, Mark Tremonti, Mark Phillips, and... Tremonti. Tremonti's the guitarist, right? I can't ever remember right? the bass player's name. He's a PRS man? Mark Tremonti, yeah. Yeah, he's PRS or Schechter. <laughs> I, oh, I think he mostly does PRS, <laughs> though. But, yeah, he's a lot... He's He's doing a lot of open tuning a lot of dad dad or a lot of dad gad <laughs> uh and uh yeah he's he's good he's good at what he does at the style he does you know excellent yeah it was good for a time good to have a fan it was good for it was good for a season well a couple seasons I into them for like two decades <laughs> It's a good boy. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for us. Um, Thanks for listening to Lowering the Rim, the NBA podcast that is very loosely (laughs) NBA. And uh, I'd just like to take this moment to invite Scott Stapp, uh, if you're listening, uh, feel free to email us, and we'd love to have you on the pod. The Scott cast. The Scott cast. We'll do it at Staples Center. (laughs) J.R. Smith, Dwight Howard, always welcome as well. And Um, Zeebo. And Zeebo. Shout out to uh, Zeebo. Greg Kinnear, we'd have you too. (laughs) Brendan Fraser. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, let's roll the outro. Thank you for listening to another episode of Lowering the Rim. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at lowering the rim, and feel free to email us your fan questions, lowering the rim at gmail.com. We'll see you next time.